what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started There we go. <laughs> Perfect. So, Miranda, how is your day so far? My day? Yep. Uh, my day is going it's going okay. I'm pretty tired. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And I had a uh, an acting class kind of early this morning, so I sort of like, you know, I did that, but it was it was hard. It was arduous. And then I tried to take a nap. And then I went and did Runyon and that's why I was running late because I do you know what Runyon is? No. Okay, so Runyon's like this hike in LA. It's like kind of this like iconic hike in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, whatever, I went and did Runyon and I'm literally still sweating from it. So <laughs> honestly, there's a link, a ring light in front of me that's doing God's work. So God bless it. That's so cool. Wow, I, I didn't know that. How cool is that? Well, yeah. well, if that, well, I mean, I did kind of, I did my physical activity today too. What ended up happening is that I, I have a puppy, so uh, he was on the fence playing uh-huh. his toys, and then I went right to the kitchen to grab something. I uh, went back outside, and he was gone. So I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" So I ended up running through the whole neighborhood finding it, and I did find it. But the problem was because he's a puppy. Like whenever I was running to him, he thought that I was playing, so he was running again. <laughs> so it was an end. So, I, so I, yeah, it was an endless uh, uh, pursuit until there was this guy running, and then I was like, "Grab him! Grab the dog!" And the guy, <laughs> surprised, he grabbed it, and he was like, "Yes, thank you, man." So I grabbed it back, and yeah, came back home. So. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You had a morning. Yeah, but it was cool. It was. <laughs> I mean, that's that's one of the things of having a puppy, right? Because I, I, you're I a parent. With, you're a parent. With three dogs, I have three dogs and two adults, the puppy and the puppy, and the adults they never cross the fence because they don't fit. So I got confident. I was like, yeah, the, the puppy. But in terms, it turns out that yes, he can totally squish. And... <laughs> well, let's learn. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I need to buy some kind of you know like this. Uh, I, I don't know the word in English, but it's like the like these things that they use uh, like in farms. You know what I mean? Like for like the hens and everything. They could they like they put it. Oh, like a like a like a cage. Mm, yeah, kind of it. Yeah, I will buy like, okay. that, like that material, so then the puppy will you know. Uh, yeah. It will it will work. A little so, fence. There we go. There we go. There you go. There yes. you go. There you go. But uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. It is so awesome to have you. To have you here now before we start i have to give you an epic super badass welcome to the show so uh, let me show you oh oh is that it that's my clapping my applause yeah it is by far my favorite part every single time <laughs> i love doing this i don't know why but uh, but yeah um, but anyway, okay. yeah. So starting with the whole interview now, tell me where does your passion for acting come from? Um, well, you know, I just—it's not really specifically a passion for acting anymore. Mm. It started off that way, 
but it's more just a passion for storytelling. I just think storytelling is really important and um yeah, I just love stories and I I really find people very interesting, so it's more just a a fascination with people. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it still. Still in 2008 you were in the TV show uh, Back to the Rap to the Raptors. Tell me was that like your first TV experience? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was so nervous. I was very young and um they wanted me to do this like really crazy voice like it was a comedic very small part. I did yeah. like a couple of scenes and they made me do this like really silly voice that I was really embarrassed to be doing and like <laughs> I had to make out with the lead actor in it and like I was just so scared. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh my god, it was a terrifying experience, but it was so fun and so exciting and um Yeah, that was my first that was my first TV job ever. That's so cool. Then yeah. in 2009 and uh in 2010, we can mm -hmm. see we yeah, we can see you in more projects such as The Cut, Wisdom, uh, Versa, Cups LAC, Unravel Me. Tell me like what are some of the highlight moments you had during those projects? Do you remember some of them? Uh a long time ago I do I I vaguely remember all of them I remember Cops LAC uh because that was a really scary role as well but it was really fun and yeah. um I liked that a lot so that was really cool mm -hmm. and then uh oh my god what was the other one that you said the cut the cut the cut the irony of that was that a lot of my scenes in that TV series were cut. My character was essentially cut from the cut. So yeah, I played this cheerleader, her name was Carla. Um again, I was very very young and um yeah, she I was in some scenes and there was yeah, it, the character I think got cut cuz maybe it was a bit uh raunchy. The, the character and her relationship with like this other guy, this older yeah. guy, was very raunchy, and uh, yeah, they decided to cut it. I was still in a few scenes and stuff, and I remember I had a dance coach that taught me cheerleading, and I'm such a bad a bad dancer. It was a nightmare, but <laughs> I remember that, and I had to learn a cheer routine. So um, it was a really really fun experience, but. Yeah, that was my first time. I remember the call. I remember where I was. I was in Surrey Hills in Sydney and I was walking up a massive hill and the director called me to tell me that they'd cut like almost all of my scenes from that TV series. And I remember like kind of being a bit like bummed out, but yeah. realizing now how many people, you know, it happens to absolutely everyone. Yeah. Yeah. The reality of it. That's the yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. true. Like a lot of times it would yeah, it would cut them and And uh, like sometimes they will like cut like if that if that yeah if that actor had like this whole monologue they will pretty much cut everything and they will just leave him like in an intro and that's it and you know so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I know what you mean yeah. mm -hmm. now during those years that I just mentioned you were yeah so in both films and TV shows so tell me like like what are some of the difference that you that you noticed from being on a set to shoot a film and on a set to shoot a TV show. I was thinking about this today and you know every medium is different right like if you're shooting a sitcom it's a different genre the acting techniques are different yeah uh obviously if you're sh shooting a, a horror movie it's very different the pace if it's found footage like there's so many 
things that make things different, right? Depending on genre and stuff. But sometimes when you get too deep into those differences, you stop thinking about the important thing, which I think is just being an honest actor and like just telling the truth. Mm. I think this focus, like I was thinking about that today. I mean, there are differences. Like I think TV is a lot quicker than cinema. Um, the relationships you have, like if you're on set for for a film, um, you know, you develop kind of like you have this very very intense relationship with the people on set for the film, perhaps more so than you do for TV. But yeah. I've never been the lead in a TV series. I've only come in and done reoccurring or guest roles, so I can't speak to it as much as I can with film. Mm. Um, for a long time, I always prefer film I always just really enjoy doing film and now I don't know I, I think they're both great but I also just think that like yeah the important thing is is that you're telling a story in an honest way and TV is changing so much now yeah that those, dif- those differences aren't as much anymore they're close you know what I mean like mm. we're like there's such a focus on good television and we're seeing so many many series become the focus I mean movies in a way are you know there's not as many of them yeah totally totally and i also think that the whole uh like streaming apps have also kind of helped you know to kind of change the whole movie and tv industry you know yeah oh a hundred percent no the industry has changed so much especially since i first started acting like professionally things have changed yeah uh, unbelievably yeah yeah very very different i you know i remember you know back in the day like television was like looked down upon mm. you know it, you were supposed to want to, to be an actor that did film yeah you know and like it was looked I used to want to you know I used to say that I would go on like a soap opera like in Australia we have this soap opera called Home and Away or Neighbours mm. and I did Home and Away and I mean I just had a very small part and it wasn't a big deal or anything but like there was such a sort of like a snobbery around it like and then once you get into the industry you know you graduate from an acting school and you start you know auditioning and stuff you do get to a point where you're like dude I, I would love to be on a soap opera like I would love to be on Dave's yeah. like sure sometimes the storytelling is could be maybe a, a little bit heightened maybe being in a lifetime movie could feel a little you know insane sometimes for sure but at the end of the day the consistent work pay the stability like that can be also really like sometimes it's just so hard to get work as an actor any work that you do get to a point where you're like yeah I would love to do that you know yeah totally yeah yeah and I also think like the whole like also because of the whole pandemic like the whole uh, audition process changed right the, the fact that you do that uh, that you needed to now like kind of self tapes you know like right like bringing this new type of thing from getting used to go to auditions that also thing that that marked like uh yeah like a breaking point into the whole industry you know yeah no the pandemic has changed the industry a lot and i think it's uh i had a really fantastic voice actor on on my twitch stream this week uh someone called Gabe Kunda he's the voice of KO in Valorant he's mm. an, an incredible talent And um, he lives in Texas, and I had had this conversation with him. He's a very successful voice actor, and he was telling me that there was all this pressure on him pre-pandemic to move to LA, right, from his agency, you know, like really come here and work and stuff. And and he has this professional studio set up in his house, and mm. um, 
and then the pandemic hit and now it's like no you can be wherever you want and that really has changed the industry and, and opened things up a lot and and I think auditioning will never be the same you know I yeah. have this conversation with my friends a lot about whether or not we are going to go back to auditions in, in person and of course we will you know yeah. um but it's, it's never going to be what it was you know you used to be going in the room all the time and I think self-taping is now really where it's at yeah totally totally yeah a lot of things have changed recently like the other day I saw this monologue from Ricky Gervais saying that that now like the whole Emmys or Oscars Netflix should pretty much win everything like like the shows would last like a minute saying like congratulations Netflix you won everything goodbye we're done you know <laughs> because yeah right, right like right. cinema still I do think that at some point that, I mean a, a lot of cinemas uh, for example in my city closed because of the whole pandemic too you know that uh, there was no reason to keep them open so and now mm-hmm. that and now like this whole platform of uh, of streaming that we have Disney Plus HBO or Netflix yeah I do think that that at some point it's yeah it's just gonna change I mean I don't think like the whole cinema experience it's gonna be over I don't think that but no, I didn't think so either but, but but I do think that maybe I don't know like like I don't know what it uh, what it is for you but for example for me going to cinema is super expensive you know you need to you ended up expending like a lot of money for to for see a movie and then we can see like on Disney plus for example they will release some of, some of those movies some of those movies as well you pay the price yeah you pay like half the price but during your home you know mm-hmm. sure yeah. sure yeah no I know exactly what you mean I mean but going to the movies is like the greatest thing in the world totally, totally, I don't, totally. but I know exactly what you mean I haven't been to the movies in forever so I I know exactly what you mean sometimes it feels like an effort it's like going to an art gallery we all like yeah. it's great once you're there but you're not doing it all the time yeah totally totally now between 2011 and 2014 you were you were involved even in more projects such as the next door to Belinsky home and away dark minds my cornerstone Deadly Woman, uh, Dookie, Plunger, The Casuals, Dark Temptations, PG, Paul, uh, Pulse. So tell me, like, what was your first reaction when you realized that you were getting involved into into a lot more projects? And what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about them? What was my reaction? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it was just things, my career was just, I was doing things. I remember that time. Uh, yeah, I don't know if any of those projects were necessarily like, other than the casuals, which I actually co-wrote. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I <laughs> sorry, my best friend is in chat and she just commented yeah, cool. something. <laughs> oh, thank you, Margot. <laughs> uh, greetings from Argentina. Oh my God, that's so far away. Um, So yeah, I don't, I remember the casuals being a really fantastic experience and something that I learned so much from. Um, and, and to this day, you know, I'm so mm. grateful that I was a part of going and making a web series with two of my friends and co-writing it and being part of that process. You know, it was, it was so interesting and it's really yeah. inspired me till this day. Those projects, the other ones that I did, um, Deadly Women and Dark Minds and all that kind of stuff. You know, they were uh, crime reenactment shows. I don't know if you've ever watched those shows, um, but oh god, they're somewhere out there. People still see see me in them, and I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. But you know, I mean, and I had to, I had to pay my rent, didn't I? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, we all we all have to start at some point, you know. Yeah, some of those projects were better than others. I'm not going to lie to you about that. So that's yeah. an interesting time, but um, but yeah, you know, I was working and learning and and got me to where I am today. So yeah, there you go, there you go. And plus, they're really cool, you know. Uh, I do like to, I, I I do enjoy to watch like those projects, you know. Like whenever I would do like the research from uh, from an actor, and I would watch like all those short films or films that nobody knows. Some of them are really cool. Some of them are super funny. And yes, sometimes some of them are, are like, "What the hell am I watching?" You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it's I'm part so, of the. I've done a lot. I've done a lot of those. Yeah. Of those. But uh, yeah, no, there were some good ones in there, and um, totally. yeah. Totally. Totally. Now, like, tell me how you usually prepare a character, and like, is there any technique you do or? What is like the thing that you always do in order kind of to set your mind for a character? Um, I don't have anything I I, I do consistently. My technique, sorry, my cat is um, beneath me making a fuss. I I have had different techniques over the years. I'm actually doing this class at the moment because I'm interested in uh, sort of expanding my technique to involve more things. Yeah. For a long time, I used my own life as inspiration, and then I stopped doing that. And um, I started, you know, just focusing on the character and creating an imaginary life. Mm. There's a lot of conflict within those techniques about whether you should use your own life to influence your work or whether you should be completely playing a different person. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know the answer to it. I think for me, obviously, it's just really important to play the relationship between you and the person that you're in the scene with relationship mm. is the most important thing sure. it affects how you speak to someone you know how you look what you wear everything your mannerisms and stuff so i think about the relationship between the two people in the scene um if it's an audition i prepare maybe just by creating like a moment before mm. i think about who i am where i am what i am like things like that um i think about what maybe the character would what music they would listen to um sometimes if it's something that i really want to book i'll create like a pinterest board for them and yeah. i'll create like a vibe if i book the role then i'm gonna write like a backstory for them and like yeah. send it to the director that's so cool that's so cool yeah things like that but like i never had a set way that i've done things it changes and yeah. I think that that's really important. Like actors that are like, oh, I'm, I use the Stanislavski technique, and oh, I'm exclusively Meisner. I'm like, that's just ridiculous. Like, it's gonna take different things, and sometimes you book a role and you just literally don't need to do any work because it's so close to you as a person mm. that you're just like, I, I totally get this character. I'm not even gonna do a damn thing. And then sometimes you book. I've booked things before where I'm like, that from the reality of my life and how yeah. I behave that I'm going to have to really dig deep for this and um, you do all that work and then you do the the job and you actually don't even use any of it you throw it all away in the end you know like that's the, the part about being informed and creating a character so yeah and do you like stay stay with with your character throughout the whole let's say shooting process Or just when you have yeah. to go shoot the scene, and then you go back to yourself, like. Yeah, I go back. To, I'm just myself. I mean, I think you're. I think people that stay in character, are like, 
I mean, I think you're ridiculous. I think if you're playing the Joker or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or, you know, like Hannibal Lecter, like, yeah, maybe you're going to stay in character or like, there are certain roles where I can understand that it's necessary, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, I think it's a little, a little unnecessary. The only thing that I do think is I'm Australian. I live in LA and I have, I will say that I do think it's important <laughs> to stay on accent. So like I try, I mean, this is so hard because it's so mm-hmm. bizarre, but I try to speak with an American accent when I'm playing an American character the whole time I'm on set. Yeah. Um, because otherwise your accent drops in scenes. It just does. No one's yeah. perfect, you know. So I'm a voice actor and I still fucked up. So I definitely think it's important to try to do that. Um, but other than that, no, I've never, I've never stayed in character. If I have a big scene coming up, like a big emotional scene, mm-hmm. I will take time away from myself if I can. Like maybe the hour before, I'll go and I'll prep. I'll be by myself. I'll tell someone. Oh, I just yeah. need some space. But other than that, no. I just think it's it's almost to me just very self-indulgent <laughs> to be in in character on set. It just feels like it just feels a little bit self-indulgent. I can't okay. explain it. Okay. I think you should okay. be able to turn it off and off. But that's just me. That's yeah, just my totally, opinion. Totally. Now what do you think it's important for new actors to know when they are preparing a character for a role? Um, I would probably say it depends what it is, but If you're booking your first TV thing or something, I would probably get a coach. Mm. I would just pay and get a private session. You know, it might cost you like 150 bucks for an hour or something, but it's probably going to be worth it. Um, And I think that the most important thing to remember if you're preparing something is you just, you've just got to find a way to tell the truth. And Mm. like, whatever that means to you is whatever it means. So like, Just find a way to be really honest and sincere and you don't have to do too much with it really yeah. and just try to relate to whatever the text is as much mm-hmm. as you can and not be judgmental um, and I think that's all you can really do and I think my advice to anyone who wants to get because I get asked this so much on TikTok who wants to get into voice acting or acting is just take a class I've noticed that people seem people have this idea that like They're like, oh, everyone says I have a good voice. You know, I should do voice acting. Mm. Or everyone says I'm funny. You know, I should tr- try stand up. And I'm like, yeah, that's a- absolutely true. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but it is it is a skill that you need to train to have. Yeah. And it's uh, it's crazy. Like, if I if I was like, oh, I'm really good with numbers. You know, I think I might become an accountant. Like, I have to go and study to become an accountant. So it's the same thing in the arts. You have to go and take a class. So I think it's just just go and take a class. It, you can just look, Google it in your local area. You'll get so much out of it. You'll get confidence. You'll have a community. You'll totally. get information. You'll be so much more empowered. Yeah, totally, totally. So basically, it's like if you're not taking classes, let, let's say that is like raw talent. You know that you need to you need to work working on that. So then it can so then it can be like a proper talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I do think the same. I mean, it doesn't matter that he, if you have a talent on, on something, you need like some work on that in order to make it into real something and not into something, um, uh, yeah, like into something not possible. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was very, it's very arrogant to be like, I'm so good at this thing that I don't need to take a class on it. Like, yeah. that's crazy 
crazy. That's a, that's a crazy thing to think. Like, you know, everyone can get better and everyone has something to learn no matter who you are, no matter what level you're at. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's the whole point of being, of, of you know, being alive. Like, you're a student forever, you know. There you so, go. Yeah, you're always learning. Yeah, I do. You're good. always learning. Yeah. Totally. totally. Now, from all of the characters that you have played at the moment, what are some of your favorite ones? Um, I did, I did a Christmas, I did a very random Christmas movie. Okay. Um, uh, The Lord Maria, and mm -hmm. I played, I can't even remember my character's name, but she was fucking batty as hell, and she was wild and hilarious, and I loved her. And that was one of the funnest jobs. It was probably the funnest job I've ever done. It was the most I've laughed on set. Like, I was, it was so funny. Yeah. Shooting a comedy Christmas movie, it was the best. Um, I, I really enjoyed shooting Indigo Lake. It was a movie I did in Australia a few years ago that mm -hmm. ended up taking me, kind of like took me to, to Cannes, to the film festival in, in France. And um, I really enjoyed shooting that because I worked so fucking hard to book that role. And then yeah. I booked it and just, it just really was such a big part of my life. Um, so I really liked that as well. Those were two really... Oh, and I shot I shot a movie called Covered and it wasn't a very good movie, but I did meet my best friend on that set a few years ago and it was a horror movie and I love horror movies. So that was a cool experience as That's well. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So then uh, between 2017 and 2019, you were even in more projects involved, such as Rose Drive, Indigo Lake, Age of the Living Dead, Love You Krishna, and then in 2020, you were in two video games. So let's start with XCOM. Tell me, was that like your first video game experience? Yeah, mm -hmm. that was the first one I booked. I've okay. only booked. I've only booked two. That's cool. <laughs> that was that was my first one. That's so um, cool. Yeah, no, it was really great. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, um, and it was such a fun experience. I love voice acting, mm. um, and they were super nice. It's by 2K Games. XCOM Tamira Squad, my character's name was Zephyr. She's like this seven foot tall alien. She's a fucking bad bitch. That's okay. And yeah, she's awesome. And um, yeah, no, it was a really, it was a really great experience. Like they were really nice. I lost my voice recording her though. So I realized at that point that I uh, needed to take some, do like voice exercises before I, I recorded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, that's um, so cool. I think it's one of the, it's one of the, of the awesome things of, of doing voiceover, right? That you can be a monster, you can be an alien, you can be whatever, whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. As long, I mean, it's just your voice and that's it. So I think that's, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, no, it was great. I love voice acting. I I really am so lucky that I've gotten to be a part of the community. It kind of just randomly fell into my lap a little bit. Like I just started, it was a random opportunity that led to me doing it. So I'm really, it was really fun. So cool. And then Valorant came. So you yeah. played as Sky. Tell me about your character and how did you came up like with a personality for her? Well, <laughs> I think she's just me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't think I did too much on that one. Um, cool. Yeah, she's. Um, I just got a brief for her, and like, she was an Australian girl from the country. Mm. She wasn't called Sky at that time. She had another name, and she was from Nimbin, which is a very small country town. So I knew she was going to have a very strong country accent. So I hammed up my accent a little bit more. Um, and she was just like a pretty sassy, strong woman. Um, she really, really loved animals. I 
really love animals, don't we all? And um, cares about the environment and stuff. And I just really like connected with her and I had a really fun time recording the audition and I didn't really think too much of it. And then a few weeks later, I got an email from my agent and from Riot Games, which is the company that produces Valorant, um, saying that I'd booked the role. And it was like, I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard of Valorant. And I didn't know that Riot was a big company. Um, do you play video games? Yeah, I do. Have you ever played Valorant? I haven't. You haven't? Okay, yeah. It's like, it's a pretty, it's a, like a first person tactical shooter game. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's pretty, pretty big. Like it's got a pretty big following. And yeah, um, yeah so it's, it's been pretty crazy. I started streaming on Twitch because of it. I started a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a brand manager or someone that like helps me make uh, content. Um, I, I got a, a little following on TikTok from it. Um, there you go. Yeah. And it was just, I'm, yeah, it was just, it's been a very interesting experience to just yeah, have one video yes. games and have like a little uh, have, a, have it have a following has been has been so interesting and so crazy. I feel very lucky. Yeah. yeah, totally. And and it's it's interesting how like the whole uh, let's say like the whole voice acting has changed uh, like the video games. Like in a in a few of my interviews, I have said that voice acting in video games back in the day it was horrible. It was horrendous. I mean, you didn't care about the, about the acting at all. Like some of them yeah, were super yeah. awkward. Like like even uh, like the script was also kind of awkward. And now we can see that they put like more like more work into it. Like they by delivering us very uh, more intriguing characters like with more you know like more recent plus with like with the whole technology right now the graphics everything it is really cool yeah yeah they they had the like um they'd be like i'm gonna kill you you know like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're dead like that's yeah. kind of like weird like voice you know and yeah like, yeah i uh i really think i had i talked about this the other day on my twitch that like um there's that that's the thing that's changed now and that was for me when I booked Zeph for an XCOM I booked her doing um, a monologue and that monologue was never used in the um, video game they just wanted me to to read this monologue about about basically Zephyr losing her whole family and going and fighting in this war and it was like real really moving like I was tearing up telling this you know recording this audition and it, and, and that was for me when I realized like you know it's it, it, that's why voice acting is, is acting like really good voice actors are just really good actors totally. you know people think that they're like I can be like in another world like do this voice and then oh my god I'm gonna book all these voice acting jobs but if you want to book animation or you want to book video games you have to be able to tell a story through totally. your voice, you totally. know? Yeah, yeah. And also, if they added, besides doing the voice acting, you need to do also the, the motion capture. You know, that is like another plus that you need to prepare, you know? Yeah, I don't, not for Valorant. I didn't do yeah, motion yeah, yeah, capture. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, yeah, but yeah. yes, that's also very challenging. I did motion capture a long time ago, back in Australia when I was um, like a kid. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a very weird experience. That yeah. Fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I bet, I bet. But yeah, it is interesting. Like back in the day, as I said, yeah, it was there was no personality of the characters, and now, I mean, we have saw we have saw 
like they put like a lot of a lot of story that make it almost into a movie like in games like God of War, Last of Us 2, you know that they really put like a very a lot of uh, a lot of work on that and they have mm-hmm. the, and they ended up being like uh, like works of art. I mean it's yeah, it, it's just amazing like how technology is kind of helping the whole video game industry though. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Now for Sky, did you know how she looked like at the beginning or was it something you knew later? No, I I I can't remember. I think I did honestly, but I can't mm. remember, but I knew she was a woman and I knew she was 25 and she was a human. To to what degree she's a human, I don't know. But like that might be revealed because it's a narrative story like yeah. at the time, like mm. but I knew she was going to be like a 20 something girl, you know. So it's not that much of a stretch for me to yeah, relate to that. It wasn't like when you get like a an animation of an airplane and they're like doing voice of this airplane and you're like okay fuck (laughs) how's this airplane gonna sound (laughs) now if you could do the voiceover for any movie tv show or video game right now which one you would choose the simpsons okay is is that okay to say yeah of course yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. uh i want to do other video games i don't know what ones yet like necessarily um i would love to do a horror game probably i think that would be really cool yeah um i would love to do the simpsons and i would also i mean the simpsons has been my favorite show my entire life i grew yeah. up on it uh, it was it was my third parent um yeah, and, yeah i loved it and uh i would love to be on the simpsons and um yeah, or a kids a kids show. I would love to do one of the voices on a kids mm. show and play. That's so cool. What's going on? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I see you. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, on my end. Um, and play like a like a little kid character or something like that. Um. Mm. That would be that would be what I what I want. That's my little voiceover dream. That would be cool. That would be mm-hmm. cool. You know, now that you mentioned the Simpsons, you know, like like the other day, I was uh, I was in my yeah in this house, yeah my uncle's house, right? And my yeah like my my little cousins they were watching TV. So I was like, hey, what what are you guys watching? Yeah, TV, okay. So then I I grabbed the control and then I just started to switch like to switch channels. And then, and then there was Simpson. I was like, "Oh my God! Wait a minute!" So I leave on that, and I, and then they looked at me like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "That's that. That is like the greatest show ever. You need to really, you, you, you need to watch this. You know, like this is crazy, <laughs> basically." And they but they've got to go back and watch the old stuff because yeah, the new totally. Simpsons is weird. Totally, totally. And uh, what ended up happening is that they looked at me and they were like, "Dude, you're so old." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I guess." Yeah. I'm. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah. okay, boomer. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, if you could describe your career at the moment in a movie or a TV show, what would be the title of it? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, a work in progress, I guess. <laughs> work in progress, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, just, uh, that's the thing, you know, I've been doing this for such a long time. I've been yeah. doing this yeah god for so long and uh you know it's a journey and you make a choice to do this with your life and like there's no ending really and i think you think that there is Mm. and then once once you're older you're like there really isn't and um 
yeah, I, I think it's a work in progress, you know, I am trying to, especially at the moment, that's like kind of my goal, like in the past, like, you know, a couple of weeks is to really go back to focusing on being good. I have spent a, probably the past two years really trying to understand the industry in LA and um, put my best foot forward in that way. And it's been very valuable and I would recommend that anyone does that. Um, but I think now I want to go back to basics and I want to make sure that like, I am good at this thing that I'm mm. supposedly doing with my life, you know? So I've been taking classes again and um, really focusing on that. And I kind of made some behind the scenes changes in terms of who was representing me because I really wanted a fresh start at yeah. the beginning. And I just want to, yeah, I just want to kind of, you know, yeah just a fresh start so I think a work in progress is just really go back to my roots of like storytelling and really like caring about making mm. doing a good job totally. it's very hard out here it's so fucking exhausting in LA sometimes a lot of rejection and it can be very hard to continue doing that work because yeah. sometimes it feels like it's not about who's good it feels like it's about luck or whatever it might be but I don't want to lose sight of why I wanted to start doing this in the first place. I sound so cheesy. But no, fine. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. A work in process. And you know, you can make a trilogy out of it. You know, work in process part one. And then the more you... Yeah, then we got like... I don't know how the sequel is going to call. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it like that, you know? And then like the trilogy, you will split it into two parts, you know? So you can get like more money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like you it. You need to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I realized that if at some point I'm going to make a movie, the last one needs to be two parts. That's like the rule of it. You know? That's the rule. That's what Harry Potter did. Yeah. Totally. Totally. <laughs> now, now, I wonder, like, what motivates you? I mean, what gets you back up pursuing your dream when you're having like a bad day? Oh. myself probably and like my yeah. friends I really lean on my friends a lot yeah I'm very fortunate to have really good girlfriends out here they're just mm. the fucking greatest um shout out shout out to my girls um I think that some of your, do your dogs are like give me attention yeah. um the thing that motivates me is just like I'm away from my family and like yeah. you know I have to I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty resilient. Mm. Like, I'm a very resilient person. I just kind of keep going. I'm like an energized buddy in that way. <laughs> but it can be really, really hard. And I think uh, I have I do have moments where I get really down about things and I have to pull myself up by my bootstraps, for sure. Um, mm. But I always do. And I always come out of it. So, I don't know. I, I just really, like, enjoy it. So, it's easy to keep pursuing something you enjoy, you know? Yeah, totally agree on that. It's also the only thing I know now. And that sounds like, I, that sounds like kind of stupid. Like I've heard people say that and, then I, and I'm like, oh, this is God, you could learn something else. And I could, but mm. I just know this world very well because I've just been in it for so long. Yeah. That it does, yeah, just feels like it makes sense to me. Totally. So, you know, what else am I going to do? I can't be an accountant. Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. I know what you mean. And like my last question here, like, what advice can you could you give to those who recently started building their dreams, or those who are 
you know, like on like a little bit unsure if they should do it or not, you know? Like what what could you say to them? Um, if you don't know if you should do it or not, I would say to you really really think hard about it because mm. it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of heartache, and if you don't love it, it is not worth it. So I would say really think long and hard about whether you're this is something that you really want to commit your life to. And then I would say if you do do it just remember to believe in yourself and also remember that the thing about you that is so interesting is just you there's no one like you in the world mm. and it might be some other blonde girl who's Australian but she's not exactly like me she doesn't have my personality i don't have her personality like we're all so unique and yeah. that's what makes you special and you should lean into the things about you that are unique and different especially in 2021 i think it's really the time for that mm. so just believe in yourself and also my mother always says she says go gently whenever we get off the phone she'll go go gently and that means like just just be kind to yourself like mm. you know treat yourself with with a gentle touch, I guess. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah you know what you mean. Yourself. Like yeah, don't be kind. Exactly. Don't don't be. And, and trust me, I don't take this advice at all myself. I'm so hard on myself, but it's really, really important that, like, you know, you appreciate where you've come. This is like a really ridiculous example, but like I, when I first started making TikToks a few months ago, hmm. I really wanted to get to 10k. And I was like, I want to have 10k followers on TikTok. And then I got 10k, and I went, oh, I want to have 20k. And then I got 20k, and I went, oh, I want to have 30k. And I, nothing I've noticed has been good enough. You know, I get more mm. followers, and I'm like, well, but I'm not at 100k yet. And I was yeah. thinking about this even this morning, and I was like, you're not. You need to take stock of the achievements as they happen. And I'm mm. not doing that enough. And I think it's really important, like. You know, if you're a really shy person and you get up the courage to go and take an acting class, like that is really you should be really proud of yourself and you should take stock of the fact that you have the courage to do that. So I think it's just about um yeah, believing in yeah. yourself and being kind to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you do agree on that. Yeah, totally. Because at the end of the day, I mean, your body is the is like the machine who makes who works everything for you. I mean, if you don't pay attention to it, it's going to kill you at some point you know like for example <laughs> yeah. it, it happened to me uh like the other day that i was uh planning like i was like a lot, yeah i was i had like a lot of things to do right so i was like yeah you know what i'm not going to sleep tonight so i so i oh like, that's like, never a good idea <laughs> yeah that was like the worst thing i did the reason why is that yes i did finish everything that i planned so that was really good but what ended up happening is that that day i was just not there you know like i was like in my own world like thinking like yeah i was i was just not there and it was mm -hmm. uh, it was it was uh, it was horrible because i went that time into a job interview and i didn't know uh... what to say to be honest i don't know anything about it and i'm like i don't know what is going to happen if they call or not <laughs> but i just we'll see you know so like at yeah. that moment i was like yeah you know what i think i i you like you really need to pay attention into into sleep eat uh, eat well like having like trying to not have like bad habits and so like a couple of days ago I started like this new this new routine in which like two hours before I go to bed I will not touch I will not open my computer not cell phone or TV, mm. nothing like nothing mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like put everything away for two hours before I go to bed 
and it does help you know also i do like to meditate so i do so i, I do think that if you pay attention to your body and what your body needs like the results from what you love it's got are gonna come eventually because you're gonna be always working at 100 you know yeah no i totally agree with you i think those are all really healthy habits that you're starting totally totally yeah not looking at social media so much is a big one for me not looking at social media first thing in the morning i'm so addicted to social media it's yeah. a fucking problem dude i'm so yeah, addicted to it i know what you mean and also like the whole and also i i do think that whenever you will start a dream try not to well at least that's what i think that to not compare yourself with 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 others you know uh, you don't know because i i, I realized that, that is like the worst thing you can do uh, that what do they say comparison is the thief of joy totally totally i mean uh-huh, uh-huh. you cannot compare yourself if you're starting something or if you're because you're because you're you don't know what that other person did i mean plus you're not that person you're just you you know you should focus yeah. you should focus on you like work on you build your own project you know what i mean Oh, 100%. No. Oh, that's another thing. We all struggle with it as well. I have friends who are so successful that are like, mm. "Oh, god." And I like look at them and I'm like, "Oh, I dream of being that successful, having totally. that many followers or that much money or whatever." And they're over here going like, "Oh, look at that person. Oh my god." And it's like it never ends. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, never ends. Yeah, it never ends. Never ends. Like Beyonce probably has someone she feels that way about. Maybe not Beyonce, but like <laughs> she's probably the one person in the world. But like we all have someone that we think, you know, they're so much better than us, and it's very you got to stay in your lane. Just not don't don't look around. It's just you. Yeah, yeah. You're not competing say, against anyone. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. I do agree on that. That that. Yeah, it happens all the time that whenever you will compare yourself, and also I just think that whenever you will compare yourself, you will not enjoy the results you're having. You know, instead of mm. instead of enjoying the results, to be like, yeah, I did that. You know, I created that. That's so cool. You will be like, mm. well, yeah, it's obvious. I mean, I if if I want that, this is obvious. So, and I and I I do think that when that happens, you don't get the chance to truly enjoy it. You know, like truly embrace it and to be proud of it. You know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, you got to enjoy the journey for sure. It's hard to do, but yeah, it's totally, definitely totally. a worthy pursuit. Totally. Well, I mean, I know they uh, Miranda, what can I say? I mean, you're basically a badass too, so congratulations <laughs> on that. That's really I appreciate that. I really cool. like one. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool on that. Now we could we finish the whole question. I need to give you an epic shout out. So There you go. That's an epic shout out here, and also, I mean, it is it is really cool. Uh, by the way, my dogs just invade. Let me show you why. Like the puppy, come here, come here, come here. I feel like it's a really big puppy. Yeah. Oh, oh hi, baby. Yeah, he's like a little. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, big boy. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could give you a cuddle. Look at his little face. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know where my baby is. I think she's in the other room. But anyway. <laughs> There you go. But uh but yeah, I mean, I didn't say this is really cool. 
what you have done, like your career here, I would say that it's really impressive. And I, I can't wait to see more of your awesome work in the future. I'm super sure that we will see you in a lot of more uh, video games, uh, movies also, hopefully horror. horror yes, hopefully. Yeah, that would be cool. That. that would be cool. <laughs> and, and also, uh, thank you so much for those who tune in. It is really cool to have, to have you guys here. Make sure that you're following Miranda and all of our social media. Normally, what I would say is that if you uh, listen this later on the podcast or watching this later on the YouTube channel, uh, put pause, leave a like, of course, <laughs> subscribe, and then subscribe. and then hydrate, and then follow Miranda and all of her social media. Make sure that you're spreading the voice here that we have an amazing, talented, badass super actress here. <laughs> and come back, you know, and um, yeah, keep having uh, keep having an amazing rest of your Sunday here and keep being amazing because you are totally killing it here. and remember that and remember that you are really doing it and yeah enjoy the ride i guess i appreciate that you're so sweet all right love thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to talk to me today i appreciate it all right you're welcome keep having a, keep having a, keep having a good one okay okay bye, bye. <laughs>